0: It's an interesting thing for me, like, you know, I feel like I'm really close with the boys um, playing good footy. But yeah, I'm sort of just a little bit disjointed from the the coaching staff in a way. I think it it has stemmed from them thinking that I don't want to be there. You know, I barely talk to jail, probably like a couple of words once a week, but Mm. I just sort of saw the writing on the wall. Pretty honest admission there from Rory Lobb. That audio is thanks to the Stan Show Me The Money 2 documentary, which premiered yesterday. Only a couple of words to the coach once a week. This is tough to, um, you know, coexist,
1: isn't it? Yeah, given that he was a required player every week. (laughs) What are their best? Yeah, and their leading goal scorer. It was just a strange comment. I just, as I said earlier, I wonder whether the club would have a different version of events. Mm. You know, it's hard. I'm not calling him a liar. I'm, I'm just wondering whether they'd be disappointed having that out in the public sphere.
0: And the other one was Griffin Logue as well. L- let, let me know if you've got that in, in the studio, Brooksy, about the audio that... OK, let's have a listen to his teammate at the time, Griffin Logue.
1: You don't have to be yeah, footy genius to work out that, you know, you feel like you're not really wanted kind of thing. There's clearly not a place for me um, right now there, so... Um, I only really got back in the team
0: through luck, really. So will have come off worse out of this. So you've got two players now. One saying he only speaks to the coach you know, a couple of words a week and out of favour, and, and Griffin Logue feels like he's not wanted. So if anyone is – yeah, if anyone would be upset, it might be Freeman. And once again, they would have their own version of events. But uh, Griffin Logue was wanted by a couple of other um, teams. Gillian landed Ten at North Melbourne. No, it, it was great. It was,
1: Ten it was teams like, wanted him. Yeah. But that's it, amazing, like, isn't it?
0: And there was, but there was a deal on the table, I think, for for Griffin from Fremantle, but not to anywhere near the level um, that the other teams came for him from. I I, I did find it fascinating. I'm, I'm most of the way through it. I think if you know, I had a look at what each decade could be known for. Kingy. So if the 80s was music and 70s was movies i reckon the 2020s is gonna be known for sports documentaries i think we do it better well the world does it better now and and that's flowed through to our game but from the last dance with with michael jordan to full swing which is the golf one on netflix to drive to survive i think the insight sports fans now get into their sport or not even their sport like other people would be interested in this is is as good as it gets so I loved it. We'll speak to Robbie Durazio after eight o'clock, who's a key player in it. And the player that I thought came across best was Brody Grundy. I mean, he loves Collingwood and he loves Collingwood and they were forcing him out the door and he accepted it really like yeah, with a, with a brave face, with a maturity that perhaps, you know, certainly I wouldn't have had or others wouldn't have. And Max Gorn playing forward. So Gorn has said to him, you got the ruck. I'm going to play forward.
1: Yeah. I, I, I don't you know how it's I, as simple scared- as that. Yeah, yeah,
0: but that's what has been sold to him.
1: Well, you, you, you've got to do the selling, don't you? Mm. You've got to tell the player coming in what they want to hear. I, I don't think it'll be as simple as that. I, I'm interested in his, um, having watched Melbourne train a lot, I'm interested in, in his in his fitness. I just thought he was a naturally fit guy. to would be able to run and run and run. He's been struggling. Has He's he? been shown up by by okay. the, the Melbourne uh, running profile. Not just their, their mids, but their talls. Like mm. it, Max Gawn blows him away in the running. Is that right? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's sort of confronting to see. So I, I'm interested to see how they use the two of them. I don't even think Max and Brody know yet. Simon Goodwin's keeping that really close to his chest. Um, mm. So we, we wait and see what that what that looks like. And it may look different. I don't think Simon Goodwin will expose how he really wants to use these two guys until about Secret round eighteen. Weapon. The secret weapon, just tricking up, leading into a final series, and it is the secret weapon. It's an asset that not many other teams have got. Yeah. So how do you how do you maximise that? I don't think they'll maximise it in round four. I think they're waiting for a final series for that.
0: I love the teams that have a crack in the trade period, and Melbourne have done it. Okay, let's let's we've got this group. Let's go. Okay, what pieces do we? You, you touched on Brisbane, and we always speak about Geelong and just refusing to rebuild. What what can we do? to remain up the top and to chase these teams down and Melbourne do it and have done it as good as anyone in the last couple of years during the trade period.